So let's just carry on with our cultivation of anapanasati, mindfulness of in and out breathing, for a short while. One of the questions, which I think is actually totally relevant at this point, is about nimitta and about jhana, and using anapanasati or some other practice to gain jhana or nimitta, which for those of you who are not familiar with these terms, nimitta is like a special sign that some people get in their meditation, like a light or a particular bodily sensation. It's usually pleasant, but not necessarily. Jhana is a refined state of concentration when the mind is really gathered and very peaceful, pleasant state. And what I would like to suggest is that rather than actually looking for these particular states, is more just if they arise, then you're aware of them. There are traditions where, in fact, there are retreats that you can go on, especially to cultivate jhana or nimitta. But within this particular tradition or way of practice, it's not something that's very much emphasized. What is most strongly encouraged is just an awareness of what's happening right now, rather than trying to get into some particular state or seeing that as a particular attainment. Because one of the things about these states is that, like everything else, they're impermanent. They come and they go. And they're not really to be identified with or or clung to, grasped at. What is more important is just to be aware that things are changing and to keep letting go of, of our identity with any particular condition. So the anapanasati, as I was describing this morning, is a a way of supporting the mind in settling, just helping things to calm down just a little bit. It also helps us to get a perspective on thinking, you know, and, and a perspective on the mind itself. You know, we, until we come to meditation, we may think that we choose to think <laughs> and that we think what we want. But as soon as you sit down to try to focus the mind on the breath, I think for most people, They realize that they can't just choose what they want to think. They can't just choose what they want to do with the mind, you know, until it's been very well trained. But mostly the mind has a a kind of energy of its own. And if you've been in a very busy, stimulating situation, then when you sit down to meditate, it's likely that the mind is still going to feel quite stimulated and quite busy. And just recognizing this is a very significant insight. So rather than looking for some kind of special state, what I would encourage is to learn as much as you can about the rather ordinary states that we experience in meditation. The ordinary states in meditation, ordinary states in our everyday life. Not to dismiss jhana or nimitta or any of these things. But what I'm more interested in myself is freedom from suffering as I experience it in my ordinary everyday life. And this is what I encourage, this is what I'm supporting, this is what I would like for all of you to learn how to establish a sense of inner peace and balance, even when the mind is not particularly peaceful. So again, as we sit down to meditate, to focus on the breath, The encouragement is to really be 
very present with things as they are. Even if you don't particularly like how things are, even if you think that they should be otherwise, just to learn how to be rather peaceful rather than always struggling and trying to control things, to make things be in a particular way. So we keep making the effort to come back to the breath, to bring the attention, the awareness to the breath, bringing the awareness to the present moment, things as they are right now. And we can notice the becoming energy that is always wanting to pull us into some kind of future happy state or some state then things will be better than they are now. But what we find as we meditate, as we learn how to attune to the present moment, we begin to see that actually that's the, the best place to be, even if it's not always totally pleasant or the way that we would like it to be. So this might seem like a mass of contradictions or paradoxes, but I'm afraid the practice is a little bit like that. <laughs> so let's sit quietly. Remember to check first for any tension in the face or the shoulders. And take a moment or two to release that tension, breathing through the different muscles as we did at the beginning, allowing the shoulders to drop, allowing the face to soften, and then turning to the breath as we experience it, each breath as it comes. <laughs> 